You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. So David Webb, this is the guy who becomes Jason Bourne. I realize that some of you have never seen that show, but for those of you who have, you're smiling right now. It's an exceptional trilogy. Uh, Matt Damon stars uh, in the show, and just about a guy, uh, the, the Bourne identity is about basically Jason Bourne who come, becomes a, uh, a special operative who has these amazing set of skills and he has these flashbacks at the beginning of the movie that kind of elude to the fact that he has a past. And part of that past is he has a different identity. He was someone before he was who he is now, Jason Bourne. And every once in a while he has these flashbacks of memories of childhood or memories of what happened to him, how they brainwashed him and they made him someone who he was now. And he wants to go back. He wants to find out the truth of who he really is. And he begins in the movie to, to try to right the wrongs of what has happened in his life. And there's almost like these two different personalities, these two different identities playing out. And of course, his, his military directors, his leads, they want him to be Jason Bourne because he's a great tool. He's a great asset to the country, to the program. But he wants to know who he really is. Who was he before he changed? These two identities playing out throughout the movie. It's really interesting. We've kind of chosen this image to kind of springboard our preaching series because I'm aware and just praying with Father Duga, we're both aware that very often in our life we can maybe experience, I'm not sure if you have, experience different identities playing out in our life. The tug and pull of different identities. Perhaps our boss wants us or gives us a certain identity. We are what we do. Maybe our parents give us a certain identity. Maybe our coaches give us a certain identity. Maybe our culture gives us a certain identity. You are what you look like. You're the sum total of all that you can achieve and accomplish. Maybe we spend a lot of time trying to impress or trying to live up to the expectations of people around us. But the, like the good news, the, the beautiful message of God in Jesus Christ is that God came down from heaven. He, that's what we celebrate in Christmas. He came down and took upon our humanity to show us, to show you and me who we really are. He came to restore our identity. He came to say, look at me. I will show you who you truly are. Jesus came to restore our identity, to restore our humanity. And he came to remind us how the Father sees us, how the Father looks at us. 
Now this is important for us to talk about because there's a battle for our identity. There is someone out there that does not want you and me to know who we really are. The world of flesh, the devil. Combination of all of these influences are trying to get us to think that we are not who God says we are. I experience this in different ways in my own life. Sometimes I wake up and I'm aware that I am a beloved son of God the Father. I'm aware that he is for me. I'm aware that he's fighting for me. I'm aware that all of my life belongs to him. My, my mind, my heart, my energy, my time, nothing belongs to me. Everything belongs to God. Everything is gift from God and everything's aligned. Everything has purpose. I can say no easily. I can say yes easily to the things that are aligned with my purpose as a disciple of Jesus and my purpose to share his good news with others. There are times when that's clear as day. But there are days when I wake up and that's not the identity that I live in. In fact, sometimes I just forget about God. And I think that my time is my time. That my mind is my mind and, and my heart is my heart and my eyes are my eyes and I can do with my time and I can do with my heart with whatever I want. And I just kind of come and go without consulting anyone as if my life were my own. And if I would evaluate that, what I would diagnose that as is kind of multiple personality disorder. Not in the strict sense, but in the spiritual sense. What we're going to talk about over the next three weeks is what is our true identity so that we can be aware of the power of our identity in Jesus Christ. That there are lies happening in our lives all the time and there's truth that Jesus wants us to know. We're going to talk about our baptism. And I know that may not be interesting to us, but the baptism, our baptismal date, is the most important day of our life. We're going to talk about that next week, why it's so important. And we're going to talk about the Eucharist, how the Eucharist makes us who we are. And then we're going to, we're going to talk about confirmation, how the gift of the Holy Spirit coming down from, from God, this third person of the Trinity, kind of changes our lives forever. But today is really talking about the tension that it is present that you may know or you may not recognize. I want to give you a little example of how this might play out. What do the lies sound like from the enemy that are trying to claim your identity? You see, the enemy, the devil, does not want you to believe and know that you are a beloved son in God and daughter of God the Father. He doesn't. So he's going to try to give you an identity. He's going to try to sow lies into your heart. That's all he does. He's the father of lies. There's no truth in him. He's going to try to get you to believe that you are someone that you're not. This is what his voices might sound like. See if these voices sound sim um, familiar to you. You are no good, you're useless, you're worthless, you're unlovable, you're a nobody, 
You're a burden, a problem. You're an exploiter of other people's time and energy. I want to go over these again. I want you to hear how the enemy tries to claim you. He tries to give you an identity that is not yours, but he tries to accuse you. I want you to hear the accusation here. You're no good. You're useless. You're worthless. You're unlovable. You're a nobody. You're a burden, a problem. You're an exploiter of other people's time and energy. No one has time for you. You need to take care of yourself. You just need to just be concerned with your own life. The tactic of the enemy is to claim you, to claim your identity, and rob you of your value. This is what the Father's voice might sound like. This is what truth sounds like. Mostly scripture, you are precious and honored in my sight. When God the Father looks at you, you are beautiful and honored and you're precious in his sight. Isaiah 43, you are the sum total of your father's love for you. You're not the sum total of all your faults and failures. The enemy wants you to get you to believe that you are your sinfulness. You know, when you sin and he makes it attractive and then when you grab something, he accuses you. It says, you are your sin. You are the sum total of all your faults. No, you're actually the sum total of God's love and his mercy for you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your heavenly father will take care of you. You don't need to take care of yourself. You are beloved of the father. Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You need not take care of yourself. He says, come to me, all you who are burdened, and I will give you rest. You're not a burden to God. Actually, God says, come to me, and I will relieve you of your burdens. Dementia, sometimes we we forget about who we really are. St. Paul talks about this in, in Scripture. He talks about becoming a new creation. When you and I are baptized, we become a new creation in Christ. The old things are passing away. New things are coming. There is a new person that lives in you. And what I want to invite you to do over the next three weeks is is maybe join us to consider the particular dignity the unmistakable dignity. The dignity that you and I have as baptized sons and daughters of God the Father. The church is gonna say you are heirs to the kingdom of heaven, that you share Jesus's identity, that you are a priest, a prophet, and a king. And the devil is terribly scared that you would hear this and know this and live this. If you know anybody that's never been baptized or if you know anyone who's maybe disconnected from the church, this might be a good time to invite them to come to church. Some people are struggling with depression. Some people are struggling with anxiety and worry and fear. They have no idea who they really are. 
The world tells them all kinds of false perceptions of their identity. Let's pray this Advent season that our identity may be restored, that we may know our true identity given to us, born in the baptismal font. Amen.